Every part of your vehicle serves a purpose, especially your tires. When they aren't right, it makes a big difference in safety. So, find great deals on trusted brands of automotive and specialty tires for farm machinery, utility vehicles, and more at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Tuesday morning at Wax. Good morning, Bob and Joe with you. Do the chores here at the shank of the day. And a nice morning, nice weather forecast. Not much rain, maybe a chance on Friday. That looks like about it. Good convertible weather, so that's not a bad thing either. But uh, we could always use another little drink of rain around the area. But it uh, doesn't look like much in the forecast. We'll talk to Mike Dandry about that. Uh, cheese production in Wisconsin, still strong cash rent. Numbers are out for this year. Another merger in agriculture. The fair season continues. Crop progress reports to take a look at. Getting uh, a lot of things done. And, uh, again, still waiting to hear more details on the visit of uh, expected visit, uh, you know, from Glenn Thompson, chair of the House Ag Committee, on having a farm bill hearing in La Crosse, supposedly on the 16th of August. But, again, we haven't gotten details as much as we're in contact with the uh, office of Congressman Van Gordon, Van Orden. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> so is winter. But uh, we got to get more more information on uh, that. And uh, I understand you and uh, Kristen were eating cheese curds or no cream puffs yesterday. We weren't eating cream puffs, but she keeps picking on me about oh. making cream puffs. Oh, so you I make sp- cream puffs? No. Oh, it's gonna, you've been down. You've shown at the state fair. I did. I showed dairy down yeah, there. Yeah, and you uh, you showed dairy, not beef? Yeah, I showed oh. dairy down there. That was before Eau Claire County had a beef uh, project. Rep, yeah, rep, well, no, representation down at state oh, fair. Oh, okay. Did you I eat sh- cream puffs when you went down there? <laughs> I'm sure I did. Yeah, I'm sure. That was a few did. years ago. Come yeah, on. I know it. That's a few <laughs> years ago. I, I haven't been down to the state fair in quite a while, and we do have, uh, you know, some uh, cream puff eaters around the state. Big, big. I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of cream puffs they eat because, what, a million visitors. So, you know, they're going to eat the traditional food of the fair, which is, of course, the cream puff. And you can buy them like in three packs or twelve packs. I wonder or, how much they charge for them. I don't know. I ate. I ate one last year. Did you? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. Well, you, yeah, you were down at the state fair, weren't you? Yep, I went down last year. Yeah, so I don't know how much cream puffs are, but if you're going to the state fair, enjoy a cream puff and enjoy the rest of the state fair. And again, we'll talk about that fairs. Where, where are the fairs? State fairs going on. Where else are we going this week? Well, we've got Clark County Fair in Nielsville. And Pierce County Fairs in Ellsworth, and the Russ County Fairs in Ladysmith. And I'll be up at the Russ County Fair on Thursday. In fact, doing uh, some live broadcasts on Thursday afternoon from 4 to 6. Lots of things going on at the Russ County Fairgrounds and the Russ County Fair this week in Ladysmith. And lots of activity at Clark and Pierce County over in Ellsworth as well. So lots going on as we get further and further into August. Holy man, we're... Getting, starting to get to the end of all the county fairs. Once they get here, they go in a hurry, don't they? They do. And I think this year has been some of the nicest weather for county fairs that we've had. There is. There's been a, well, it rained when I was at the Eau Claire County Fair, but otherwise yeah. it's been pretty nice, but a little hot too. Well, it's been warm, that's for sure, but uh, 
nothing's really had to be canceled, so that's a good thing. All right, so we got all that to talk about and a whole lot more as we move along. And uh, looks like a pretty nice week for outdoor activities. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, pretty good week for the fairs. Let's look at our Skywarn 13 weather forecast brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. And remember, if you've got a weather-damaged RV, Chilson's can help you get it fixed, get it uh, traded, move down the road, whatever the case may be, it's best for you. Go to ChilsonRV.com, and uh, they'll answer your questions and uh, help you out. Kind of frustrating when you're sitting there and you don't know what to do. Chilson's will help you. ChilsonRV.com. Shouldn't have any damage to the motorhome or the travel trailer this week. Partly cloudy today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Best chance of rain is going to be on Friday, and we'll be in the pretty much low 80s all week long. It's 60 degrees right now in the valley. Tuesday morning in Wax, it's pretty nice in the heartland. Again, saw the news reports of tornadoes and floods in other parts of the country. I like it here. 60 degrees right now, 84 partly clouded today. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire News Time. NBC News Radio, I'm Brad Siegel. More than 11,000 city workers in Los Angeles are preparing to stage a one-day walkout today. Brooks Walker has more. Staff, including sanitation crews, traffic officers, airport workers, and engineers are expected to join, likely resulting in service disruptions across the nation's second-largest city. It's part of an effort to protest contract negotiations with city leaders, who union officials say are refusing to bargain in good faith. The workers plan to picket for 24 hours at multiple locations, including City Hall and LAX. I'm Brooks Walker. Former President Trump's legal team is pushing back against a request for a protective order in his election interference case. The Department of Justice filed for that order, asking the judge to place some limits on Trump's speech about the case. After the former president posted, if you go after me, I'm coming after you. Trump's lawyers claim it violates the First Amendment. The judge in the case is expected to decide soon. Having said a hearing on the matter will be held no later than Friday. Additional interest rate hikes will likely be needed. Mark Mayfield with the details. That's the message from a Federal Reserve governor. The Federal Reserve raised rates last month for the 11th time since March 2022 in a move to combat inflation. Its next hike decision will come in September. I'm Mark Mayfield. At least two people are dead as powerful storms slam parts of the south and east coast in Alabama. A man was killed when he was struck by lightning while a teenager in South Carolina died from a falling tree. Hundreds of thousands of homes and businesses were without power Monday night, affecting several states like North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. Millions of Americans had also been under tornado watches. Hundreds of flights were canceled or delayed because of the storms. Ohio voters head to the polls today in a special election that could affect the future of abortion rights in the state. The issue would make it more difficult to amend the state constitution and get citizen initiatives before the voters. Brad Siegel, NBC News Radio. Keep it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And speaking of cream puffs, we'll have a program a little later on this morning, a little interview from down at the State Fair. The State Fair cream puffs from the family that runs the cream puff pavilion at the Wisconsin State Fair. So we'll get up close and personal to cream puffs this morning. Also go to the Buffalo County Fair and talk to a couple of young exhibitors who did very well this past weekend at the fair. But a quick check of our weather first. Once again, brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. 
10% off MSRP on select 2023 Jeep Compass models right now. Just go to Chilson.com. 84 partly cloudy today, down to about 60 overnight, 83 tomorrow, 80 on Thursday, 82 on Friday. Maybe a chance of rain on Friday. We'll find out from Mike Dandry a little bit more. Then weekend should be nice, upper 70s, low 80s, partly cloudy. So we should have plenty of sunshine, 53 in Rice Lake right now. 55 in Medford, 63 in Wausau, 57 in Marshfield. It's also 63 in La Crosse. Green Bay is at 60. Milwaukee, Madison, Sun Prairie at 67 right now. And we've got 60 degrees outside our back door. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Again, Mark is brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Seven minutes after five. Jill, where are the livestock numbers so far this week? Choice fed beef steers from 175 to 188 with mixed at 160 to 174. Choice fed beef heifers are 175 to 189 with mixed at 158 to 174. Choice fed Holstein steers are 160 to 169 with select and silage fed steers 141 to 159. Cows are 80 to 109 with a top of 141. Bulls are 76 to 135. Butcher hogs are 52 to 89. Sows are 50 to 62 with boars at 22 to 27. Shorn market lambs are 150 to 185 and feeder lambs are 50 to 180. All right. At the Mercantile Exchange yesterday, cattle prices were lower, hogs were higher. August cattle 179.70, that's down $1.20. October at 181.42, down $1.47. December 185.77, down $1.27. February. 189.35, that's down a dollar twelve. Feeder cattle for August 246.97, down two fifty-five. September down two fifty-seven at two hundred fifty dollars eighty-seven cents a hundred. October at two fifty-two ninety, that's down two fifty-two. November down two sixty-two at two fifty-three forty-seven. In January down two twenty at two fifty-two thirty-seven. Lean hog carcass contracts, they were up across the board. August hogs, 101.52, that was up a half a dollar. October at 84.82, up a dollar 75. December at 77.02, up a dollar 72. And February at 80.82, up a dollar 62. And the Board of Trade, down yesterday, down overnight. They got some rain around the countryside and, uh, you know, rain makes green, and it also makes for lower prices. December corn, after being down yesterday, down another three cents overnight, sitting at four ninety-two this morning. December oats down seven at four nineteen. Wheat down eleven at six sixty-nine. November soybeans down thirteen, down below thirteen dollars twelve eighty-nine this morning. Meal down a dollar at three ninety sixty. Barrel cheese up two and a half one eighty. Blocks holding at one ninety-six and a half. Butter up three cents at two sixty-five. Class three prices were higher yesterday. August up sixteen at seventeen thirty-six. September up forty-six at seventeen ninety-four. October up forty-three at eighteen twenty-three. November up forty at eighteen fifty-one. December up twenty-four at eighteen thirty-four. And that's the way the markets look this morning. And uh, we're going to take you, courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance, we're going to take you. To the Buffalo County Fair. Talk to a couple of young exhibitors. We'll do that next. 60 degrees right now. Looking for 84 today. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Busy family as always at the Buffalo County Fair. The George family. We're going to talk to Allison and Alan. First of all, Allison and 
you, you're an equal opportunity exhibitor. Tell us what all you brought to the fair and what all you've been showing. So last night I showed pigs, and today I had a heifer and a steer, and then I have a market lamb later this afternoon. Well, let's start with the hog show because uh, you did very well. But tell me about the hog you brought, the hogs you brought. How big were they, and uh, how much of a project, how much time does that take out of all your time to work with your projects during the year? So my hog's name is Rutabaggy. She weighed, or he weighed, 248 pounds, and we took reserve champion at the fair this year. Pretty good. Then you got into showmanship. How'd you do there? I got third overall senior showman for pigs. Good place? Third overall. As I said, you got hogs, you got uh, beef cattle, you got lambs. You got a favorite project? I would say beef is my favorite because I do it more often. And you did it very well at the Buffalo County Fair. Tell us, Allison, about the steer that you had at the fair this year. So my steer weighed 1325, and his name is Pickles, and we took overall grand champion um, steer. So what's his background all about? Is he a crossbred animal, or what's he all about? So I bought him back in November, and I've been showing him throughout the year, and he's a crossbred. So how many jackpot shows have you gone to with him? Six or seven. And you've done very well, I take it? Yeah. How have you done in the past with the uh, beef in this show? A lot of champions? Yeah, I've taken uh, um, champion showman a few times and done well in my classes. Right, and how'd you do in beef showmanship? I took third senior showman. All right, and uh, tell us about the lambs. As we're talking, the lamb show hasn't started yet, but how many lambs have you brought? So this year I only have one market lamb, and I've taken one every single year I could show. So how do you practice showmanship with all of them? Because, you know, you got your hands on the lamb, you got a whip to move the hog, you got the steer on the halter. So for sheep, um, it's a lot of practice. You start when they're little, so you can control them, and a lot of practice outside of their pen, walking around, setting them up, and just spending time with it. That hog, though, that's a lot of work. It is. We take them for walks a lot. Let them run into mud puddles? <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> and what about the, the beef cattle? Because, again, in a hot day like it has been here at the fair this week, it's tough. The cattle want to get back to the fans. Yeah, they do. It's... So how much uh, training do you do with them? Well, I've been training them since last October, so... Quite a bit. Now, you're going to be a junior at Mondovi High School this year, an FFA officer. I would assume with your older siblings, they've taught you how to fit and get these animals ready for the show ring. You do this yourself, I'll bet. I do. I have a lot of help, though. So what's the toughest thing about fitting the steer? I would say getting him to look absolutely perfect and finding his flaws and fixing them. What about the hogs? I guess you have to clip your hogs to make them look good and then show them to the judge the best parts of your hog. And do you, you clip your own lambs? Yeah, we do share our own lambs. All right. So you're going to take a week off and relax after the fair? Probably. I don't blame you. All right, Brother Allen is also with us. And Allen, what did you all bring to the fair this year here in Buffalo County? Uh, yeah, last night I showed a market barrel in the hog show, and then today I had a market steer and a uh, yearling heifer to show in the beef show. So how would you do with the uh, hog? Uh, I took first red last night in a class of about 10, I believe, which was pretty well. Not exactly what we wanted, but you can't win them all. And then today I had a second red with my market steer and a second blue with my heifer. All right, go on. Tell me about the animals. You buy project animals. I know you got a bunch at home, but uh, you go buy them at uh, calf sales or pig feeder pig sales. What do you do? Yeah, so our hogs, we had uh, kind of had a guy that we knew helped find one for us, uh, I believe in southern Wisconsin. And then my heifer, I bought an online sale last fall. And a steer is out of just one of our cows. He's just one of our feedlot steers. So we uh, trained in Brockton Fair. Now, in the showmanship, they make you change. The judge was uh, Aaron Zimmerman, who was originally from around the Osseo Fairchild area, and he made you change cattle. I was talking to your mom. She said, uh, you look pretty good with a red steer, but uh, you're a black steer man. Uh, that's right. Uh, that was my sister's Herford Heifer. Um, 
So I guess at least I knew the animal, but I don't appreciate the Hereford in my hand. But you're hoping nobody took pictures of you. Yeah, that's right. But you know, it, it is a pretty nice heifer, so I won't complain. It's a good Hereford. Now you want to stay? You're over at River Falls. You want to stay in the uh, livestock industry? Your mom was telling me about uh, what your thoughts were going forward. I think it's kind of neat. What do you want to do? Uh, I'm headed down to Texas for college. Oh, you're going to Texas. Okay. Yeah. What are you going to Texas? West Texas? West Texas A&M, yep. I'm going for egg business. What are you going to do out there? Why there versus the River Falls or Madison? I'm trying to really get into the beef industry more, so I want to go see some larger cattle ranches and stuff like that. Um, I've done some internships out in Colorado the last two summers, so I kind of want to stay in that area and get some experience. Sounds to me like you don't want to come home. You want to stay out west in big cattle country. Yeah, we'll see. I'll see how the cattle industry goes, and hopefully it's a good time. Great. Good luck. Thank you. All right, that's Alan George and Allison, champion exhibitors here at the Buffalo County Fair. And uh, let's go through that, and Jill was just telling me she checked, and Allison George ended up with a grand champion market lamb as well. So congratulations. But as far as the champion hog, again, you heard Saturday morning from Emma Pronchinski, and then the reserve shown by Allison George. Junior showman in the hog show, Tegan Kraleski, cheerful workers, 4-H intermediate showman, Xander Rissler from Mondovi FFA, the senior showman, Alan George from the Hilltop Climbers, Alan, uh, versatile showman to say the least. As far as the uh, beef show, the champion female shown by Allison George from the Hilltop Climbers, a Hereford heifer, reserve female was shown by Elizabeth Wayne in the, uh, again, the champion market steer, Allison George, uh, that Hereford, and the reserve champion, a beautiful black steer, <clears throat> shown by Hannah Bauer of the Durand FFA. And, uh, again, senior showman in the beef show was, again, Alan George. As I said, he good showman. Hannah Bauer was second. Intermediate showman uh, Trent Roeder from the uh, Hilltop 4-H. Reserve intermediate Elizabeth Wayne, Lima Lads and Lassies. And the beginning, Drew Jurassic from the Lima Lads and Lassies. The reserve, Bailey Brommer from the Cheerful Workers. So, again... Good fair, lots of good kids doing good things at the Buffalo County Fair. we got a little farm news we're going to take a look at next here on Wax. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Who cut the cheese? Joe, what's going on? Well, before we get to cutting the cheese, we're going to talk about the Northside Elevator cash prices. And corn for... And loyal for corn is five oh four and soybeans are at twelve fifty nine. In Arcadia it's five nineteen for their corn and twelve eighty nine for their soybeans. And the Wisconsin cheesemakers are still getting that job done. More cheese was made in Wisconsin in June, over two hundred ninety five million pounds than any other state in the nation. Our cheesemakers made over fifty nine million pounds of the famous Wisconsin cheddar to lead the nation, which was also three times more than what was made in California. Wisconsin cheesemakers also led the nation in making Italian cheeses, 138 million pounds in June. Almost 90 million pounds of mozzarella was made here in the state in June, making us second in production for the month. Total cheese production for the nation was 1.2 billion pounds in June, up slightly compared to last year. All right, we'll take a look at uh, rental rates in the state this year, another merger in agriculture, and uh a lot of stuff to look at this morning as we look at our farm news brought to you by Northside Elevator. Coming up, more on those famous cream puffs at the Wisconsin State Fair. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. When people think of a Wisconsin State Fair and they think of the food at Wisconsin State Fair, 
A lot of folks think of the cream puff. It is an icon of a Wisconsin State Fair, and it has been for decades. Coming to you from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Nate Zimdars with the Midwest Farm Report. I am speaking with Colton Greeby. He is running the cream puff side of things here at the Wisconsin State Fair, and he's had some experience with the cream puffs and with baking in general for a number of years. Colton, can you tell us about your start and what inspired you to get involved with baking and also working on the cream puff here at the State Fair? So it's, it's really a beautiful thing. When I think of the State Fair, I think of cream puffs. You know, obviously, it's all based on tradition. You know, there's a tradition of cream puffs that's been going on. In fact, we're in our 99th year this year of making cream puffs. And and what's what's really beautiful about it is that my family, you know, my, my brother and I, we run the cream puffs here. I, I'm the production director. But what's really cool is you really have two strong traditions coming together. So you have what I call, you know, the tradition of baking is through the Wisconsin Bakers Association. So, you know, my grandpa was the president. My dad was the president of WBA. My brother's been on the WBA. I helped start the Wisconsin Bakers Foundation. So we're really, really entrenched in the baking side of things. You know, a lot of us bakers, we like to say that Wisconsin is the bakery belt. It it really started with the tradition of Germans coming over here, the Wisconsin area, and settling down here. And just like my family, what they brought with them was a rich uh, tradition of just not just baking, but also candy making, believe it or not. So, you know, it's, it's in our blood, the baking side of things. But also maybe what a lot of people don't know is we are also heavily involved in the fair. So I I think the last time we looked at it, I think our family's been involved for 50 plus years at the fair here. So, you know, we have this baking family, we have this fair family, and uh, we just, we're so grateful to be operating down here at the state fair. It really, truly is, you know, a family atmosphere, not just because families come down here to the fair, but most importantly, it's because the people that work here, this is our fair family. I mean, when you have people getting tattoos of the fair put on their arms, and it's it's really a fun thing. So for me to get involved on both what I was born to do, which is baking, Baking and get involved and, and tie that in with the family side from the state fair. It just it was a perfect fit. Ninety nine years is a significant number, and people think of what the cream puff was ninety nine years ago to what it is today. Has a whole lot changed, or has that recipe been pretty consistent over time? And what is that recipe? Yeah, well, you know, I can't give out too many secrets with that. But really, the beautiful thing here is that. When you're working with basic ingredients, I always say with bakers, you know, we're all kind of using the same stuff. It's all how you use it. And that's a side of why I always talk about the love that we put in our ingredients. Obviously, I can't declare love as being an ingredient. I wish I could, but it really comes down to the love portion of it. And there's no secret to to a cream puff, you know. So really, you break it down. It's comprised of two parts. And what's really fascinating about those two parts, if you dig into the history of why, you know, people always ask me, why is it cream puffs at State Fair? Well, really, it happened with a vision through somebody through the WBA, and that happened in 1905, so more than 100 years. And really what it was is he wanted to showcase and highlight two very strong Wisconsin traditions, like I said, in baking and in agriculture, specifically the dairy side of things. And he thought, what a perfect way of marrying the two things together and bring it to the State Fair. That was the vision he had. So throughout the years, ingredients kind of stay the same. I know people, you know, as bakers, there's always cutting edge technologies of, hey, how do we reduce fat? How do we reduce sugar? How do we reduce all these things? But throughout the years, what always has stayed the same is that if you develop and deliver a quality product to people, it speaks for itself. So really throughout the years, we haven't changed the formula because why would we? It's a delicious cream puff. It's nostalgia. And we're not really in the business of trying to change that. 
And it seems apparent that folks love that original recipe. People love the cream puff. Can you share with us what are the numbers like these days? How many people are coming to the state fair and buying those cream puffs? What are you selling? I love the stat that we just told our staff, hey, everybody that walks through that gate coming to State Fair, one out of every five people are going to buy a cream puff. You know, and, and that's kind of the average stat there. Obviously, some people are going to eat a little bit more or, or a little bit less, right? Right now in our bakery, each day we're going to be producing anywhere from thirty to 40,000 individual puffs. And throughout the fair, we'll, we'll produce right around, eh, it's going to be about 400,000 cream puffs we're praying for this year. A lot of it has to do with the weather. You know, we're both in the industry of weather affects a lot of things for us, right? I know that maybe the farmers are praying for rain, but sorry, farmers, please, for these 11 days, let's not pray for rain. Let's sell a lot of cream puffs. Now, when you look at the cream puffs numbers over the last couple of years, have you seen an increase here at the State Fair in the number of people who are buying those cream puffs? Has it been pretty steady over the course of time? What's that look like? So really, you know, in business, we're always trying to, uh, how do we sell more cream puffs, right? And through that, what we have decided is, and in fact, you know, there's going to be a brand new bakery being built here, you know, starting in, in I believe it's 2025. So what we're really trying to do as, a, as an organization is how do we how do we keep it the original? I mean, the name says it itself. It's the original cream puff, right? But what we would really like to do is we have some flavors that we do throughout the years through, for, through some of our drive-ups. So wouldn't it be a, a beautiful world where maybe we could offer some more variety with the cream puff? But really and truly, that number has really kind of stayed strong. And, and it's hard because of getting out of the pandemic. It's really hard to go back and look at historicals because that information has really, really turned itself you know, on its head a little bit. But for the most part, we've really stayed around that 400,000. Let's talk about the pandemic for a moment, because obviously that did have a significant impact on what you were able to do and how you went about selling those cream puffs. How did you ensure you were able to still sell those cream puffs? and get them to the folks who really, really wanted them, but to do so in a safe manner. What did that look like? We had to be really agile. Any business and organization has to be agile, and that's a credit to you know the state fair and to the WBA. And my brother and I, we're the people that just make sure that we get cream puffs out the door. So credit goes to both organizations for coming through and really developing a plan. And, and really and truly, kind of how it started was that you know, there's only been a couple other times where cream puffs have not, or the fair hasn't hasn't been here. So in a short period of time, what they decided to do was have drive-throughs, drive-ups. I got to give credit to my brother and, and Tim Gill. They really, really put their heads together and figured out how do we get cream puffs to people when a fair's not going on, and they. They figured out a way to do it. It wasn't easy. I'm sure they would say, "I'm glad those days are behind them." But it really, uh, it was challenging to get cream puffs to people for that year. But they figured it out. What are the options that you have available right now for people to come here and get cream puffs at the fair? Is it they have to come in person? Is there takeout? Is there a drive-up option here at the state fair? What does that look like? So you can come to the main bakery here in the dairy. You can go to the to-go window right outside the bakery. Or you can come into the actual facility. And what's beautiful about the facility is you get to see the cream puffs being made. And that's one of the coolest things. I always tell our staff, hey, just remember, this is an event for a lot of people. This is the thing that they come to to see at the fair. So always remember that. Always have that smile on your face. So I always highly recommend people come on down to the building because you can actually see the product being made. But then and it, we do once again, cream puffs. Boy, I'm on that diet. and Boy, it's hard. It's hard to listen to somebody talk about cream puffs. When I was down there last year, I went through where they're making them, and it is really very interesting. They've got the big plat, uh, big glass windows, and you can see how they're made, and it's it's kind of neat. Yeah, it really is. So if you get down to the fair, have a cream puff, and think of me, because I've had them in the past, and they are, oh, they're good. All right, let's see what else is good. See how good the markets are this week. Rocky's going to join us next. 
from over at Premier Livestock in Withy. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 5.30 in the morning, one day in, three left as far as the trade this week at the sale barns. And uh, Rocky joins us from over at Premier Livestock in Withy. Boy, nice weather week here, Rocky. 80s, low 80s, but yeah. Yeah, gorgeous night last night, too. Boy, really, really was, really was. Well, how'd the markets open up yesterday? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This uh, yesterday, Monday's auction shaped up. Another busy Monday, selling over 1,300 head of livestock. Fed cattle traded steady to strong. High choice and prime Holstein fed steers from 157 to 167. Uh, low choice and selects from uh, 140 to 155. Choice beef steers and heifers traded up to $1.78. Market cows high yielding from $1.05 to $1.23. Other cows from 85 to 104. Market bulls high yielding from $1.00. Dollar ten to a dollar twenty-eight. Organic market cows sold every Monday, high yielding from one twenty to one sixty-eight. Uh, bulls and steers up to a dollar eighty. Calf market remains strong here, guys. Most of the Holstein bull calves from one seventy-five to three seventy. Uh, your beef calves from three hundred to six hundred. Holstein heifer calves up to one hundred and fifty. Uh, today, Tuesday, that's our special feeder cattle auction. We're also selling bred beef cows and beef breeding bulls. If you're bringing bred cows, they need to be in by nine a.m. for preg checks today. Uh, we're expecting around 600 head of feeder cattle then tomorrow wednesday uh, we'll have our special dairy cattle auction got a very nice lineup of cattle here guys we got a holstein and red holstein herd strong red influence lots of red cows and their sharp herd of cows they're averaging 85 pounds of milk with a 150 cell count they got a four butter fat uh, lots of other top end fresh parlor freestall cows uh, from many of our best reputation consigners uh, like i said early consignments they're all listed on the website uh, premier livestock and auctions.com if you have cattle you want to consign we'll get yours listed on the website too so give us a call 715-229-2500 auction remote August 25th, large farm equipment auction. Uh, also accepting farm and ranch items, guys. If you want to get your stuff in the paper, you want to get pictures of it on the website, you got to have it in this week. Uh, we're going to say this is the last week to get your consignments in. Uh, we're taking consignments today, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday up to noon this week. So get those consignments in, and uh, that is the way it's shaping up, Bob. That's only two and a half weeks away, the 25th. August is going fast. I know. If you guys called yesterday, get when get it in. I said, "Well, how about this week?" Yeah, that's a good so, idea. So a lot filling so up. Fast. Is a lot filling up? It is. It is. Yep. It's not quite as big as our last one, but still a very nice lineup. Oh, looks good. Hey, Rocky, have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you much. There he goes. That's Rocky over there. Premier Livestock in with you. We'll check with Mike and the weather. Morgan's going to have the news. We're busy. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Pretty nice week, although if you like some rain, not much in the forecast. I don't think, but let's go to the expert. Mike Dandry is over at Skywarn 13 in the weather room. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. Just to answer that, yeah, we don't have too many chances. We have a few, but we don't have too many chances. And nothing widespread area-wide just pop up here and there or what? 
that's what it's looking like, especially okay. for tomorrow. But uh, today, Bob, I hope you take out that convertible because it's just going to be a beautiful day. Well, so, I'm looking forward to doing just that. Tell us about it. You bet. We've got a good bit of sunshine on tap for today. Humidity will actually be kept in check, too. Our dew points will be mostly in the 50s, and our uh, temperature is topping out in the low to mid-80s. Now, tonight, staying mostly clear, dipping to around the 60-degree mark. Tomorrow into the afternoon, we'll have a few chances at some showers and storms after some intervals of clouds and sun start the day off, and once again in the low to mid-80s. Thursday, a little cooler, mostly sunny right around 80, but Thursday night brings a chance at some showers and storms that may carry on into Friday. So that's something to consider if you plan to go to Ashley of the Arts. Uh, otherwise, Ashley for the Arts, Ashley at the Arts, that sounded a little silly. Uh, otherwise, Friday, again, we'll have uh, those chances for showers and storms, but starting to clear out going into Saturday, plenty of sunshine on tap and low 80s, and Sunday, similar story. Monday, mostly sunny, and you guessed it, low 80s, right around where we should be for this time of year. But temperatures have been dropping a little bit over the last couple of hours, and we're sitting at 56 degrees right now in Eau Claire. Ah, nice morning out there. You bet it is. It's uh, comfortably cool, as I like to say. Very good. Good description, my man. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Sounds good, Bob. There he goes. That's Mike Dandrio over there at Skywarn 13 with our forecast. Again, 56. It's a nice morning out there. We'll find out what Morgan's got for the news coming up as we're about 24 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And yours truly. That's me. I'll be at the Russ County Fair on Thursday. In fact, we'll be broadcasting live, doing some broadcasts between 4 and 6 to let you know about all the things going on at the Russ County Fair in Ladysmith. Beautiful drive up there, beautiful fairground, beautiful setting along the river there. So looking forward to that. I'll see you at the Russ County Fair on Thursday. But right now, we're going to the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is with us. Morning, Morgan. Hey, good morning, Bob. What's your favorite food? You ever been to the State Fair? Oh, you got to go get cream puffs, right? Do you eat cream puffs? I mean, you're, I mean, you eat very, very healthy, and I congratulate well, you for that. Well, speaking of that, but who's you eat slim cream? and trim? Would you eat a cream puff? Oh, yeah, I'd eat a cream. Well, it's classic. It's classic West yeah. Dallas food. But they always have their this year what's new. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, the, and they get a little nuts with the fried stuff on a stick. Oh, yeah, that's the holy man. You have a heart attack right well, on the spot. Speaking of what's going on <laughs> with this uh, lean, mean dream machine across from me now, you're losing some weight, Bob. Yeah, I have. I've lost. I went in yesterday morning. I started out at 243 pounds, mm-hmm. and now I'm down to 215 I think a couple cream puffs do you some good then. You don't <laughs> well, want to I'll get wasted that, away. I've got to admit, I was down at the Buffalo County Fair on Friday, uh-huh. and it was hot down there and in the building and walking around in the sun. And I said, and then I walked down to the exhibits building, and the, the 4 H kids have their food stand there, their, their chocolate shake, or their shake and malt stand. Yeah. I said, I walked by it about three times and said, that's enough. i got to have one. You so, do. you got to so cool So Chris down. Jumbeck, who's uh, the advisor, FFA advisor at Alma, was at Cochran Fund. She said, Bob, I'll buy you malt. And I said, I can't turn that down. So. You have, well, you have to stay cool. You're just that's taking right. care of yourself. That's right. But you know, let me know if you want another bit. one. I'll get two straws. <laughs> Sounds good. What's going on? <laughs> We're going to start with headlines that keep us pretty close to our area. Good morning. Beginning in the courts and to the bench, more testimony expected today. And that's in the case of a teenager 
are charged with 10-year-old Lily Peters' murder. As the lawyers and the suspect yesterday questioned four experts from the Wisconsin Department of Corrections about the difference between juvenile prison and adult prison. The lawyers want Peters' murder to be handled in juvenile court in Chippewa County. The now 15-year-old suspect accused of beating, strangling, and assaulting her on her way home last year. Prosecutors, though, want the case kept in adult court. The hearing expected to wrap up tomorrow. As we look into other headlines that take a world stage but a Wisconsin connection, the U.S. soldier from Racine who reportedly ran across the border into North Korea is not being called a prisoner of war. The Pentagon yesterday said it will not be classifying Private Travis King as a POW, saying it was part of the decision that centers on his decision to cross the border willingly and while wearing civilian clothes. King's family says he ran across the border last month and hasn't been heard or seen since. As uh, Army investigators say, King was just released from a South Korean in jail days before and was supposed to be sent home to the United States. Well, looking at other headlines, we crack open an old style. That's a name you probably recognize in a can you might have in your own fridge, and they're leaving Milwaukee, but now Wisconsin. number of news outlets in La Crosse yesterday said old style will be coming back home. Brewed in La Crosse starting in November. Now, it's actually a return. You may know it was brewed in La Crosse starting in 1902. That was by the J. Hillman Brewing Company. Paps took it over, brewed it in Milwaukee for about the past 24 years, and this return to La Crosse will be uh, featured heavily, of course, during the Oompa-Pa expected to have a few posts raised during Oktoberfest in La Crosse. And you can probably afford to buy a round or maybe two if you win the lottery. We're talking record numbers. Get those numbers ready. It is one and a half billion dollars. That's what we get with almost four months since no grand prize winner in the Mega Millions drawing. Tonight's jackpot, now the largest Mega Millions in history and the third biggest in the U.S. lottery history. What would you do if you won? Uh, we're going to go with trust fund first and then move forward, get both my parents a place. This man plans on jet setting around the world. I want to go a lot of places. If I win this money, I'm going a lot of places, you know. The drawing's at 11 and the one time lump sum is is an estimated $757 million. Natalie Rodriguez, Miami. Well, before we hit the cash cow, of course, we have to do the dairy and beef cow, and that heads us back to the barn with Bob Bolsold, Jill Welke, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. If I win it, I'm going farming. Are you? For about five years, then I'd be broke. If I win it, I'll get you an extra tall malt next time, Bob. Oh, good. And whipped cream on top. Cherry, if we can afford it. I remember Heilemann's old style when they were in La Crosse. They had the big silos there. Yeah. And had Heilemann Mm -hmm. painted on the silos. And they used to sponsor Chicago Cubs baseball big time. Yeah. And that was a really a growing brew, that's for sure. Absolutely, and that's not a bad way to stay cool either. No, that's Grab for sure. Grab a nice cold one. That's for sure. You stay cool too. <laughs> yeah, you as well, my friend. There she goes. That's Morgan in the newsroom this morning. And we're about 18 minutes before 6 o'clock. More farm news. A couple other things to talk about before we get to the markets. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And we've got more farm news and markets to get to. But again, when we get to the calendar, Jill, these steam engine shows, what's the schedule now for those shows? When are they and where are they? Well, we have the 60th year of the Pioneer's Days. That's the one that's here in Eau Claire or outside of Eau Claire off of 37. And that is August 11th, 12th, and 13th. So that's this, this weekend. weekend. Gates open at 10 on Friday and 7 on Saturday and Sunday. And we have tickets for that one available. And there's one down in Baraboo. It's the Badger Steam and Gas Engine Club. Their 60th show. That is the 18th, 19th, and 20th. That's on Sand Road just off of 
um, between off of Highway 33 between Baraboo and the Dells, and we have tickets for that one yet. And so make sure, especially for the Pioneer, if you know, we just just have a few left. We don't have a whole lot, but we'd like to get them all out. So if you want uh, tickets to get into that show free, email me waxbob at gmail dot com or Jill at farm at midwestfamilyec.com and include your address yes thank you joe include your address doesn't do any good we know your name we don't know where to get the tickets to so again get that done also the state fair is going on and we said uh, you know if you got kids or young people going down there showing email us let us know how they're doing bob grassle did just that and he said at the state fair breeding guild show his stepson took reserve grand champion with his purebred Poland, Poland gilt, Parker Burgess from over at Auburndale, his second year of showing, reserve grand champion in the uh, breeding gilt show with his purebred Poland gilt. So congratulations to Parker. And if you got results from some of your young people down at the fair, send us those results. And again, it's waxbob at gmail.com so we can get them on the air. And we'll take a look at uh, more farm news Coming up here on Wax. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 56 degrees. 84 is going to be the high today. It's a quarter to six. And Joe, what else is going on in the world of agriculture? Wisconsin 2023 cash rent for cropland and real estate values were up when compared to 2022 levels. Cash rent for cropland paid to Wisconsin landlords in 2023 averaged $156 per acre, according to the USDA National Agricultural Statistics Service. To break that number down a little further, non-irrigated cropland rent averaged $151 an acre, $6 above last year's prices. Irrigated cropland jumped $18 an acre to $268 an acre in 2023. Pasture rented for cash averaged thirty seven fifty an acre, up a dollar fifty from last year, and Wisconsin's farm real estate value, which includes the value of the land and the buildings on farms, averaged six thousand two hundred dollars an acre. That's up five hundred dollars and nine percent more than last year. And there's another merger. The board of directors from Select Sires, four individual co- cooperatives voted unanimously to merge together. One full-service AI cooperative will be formed to represent 25 U.S. states and Mexico. The cooperatives that will be combining together to make the new group are All West Select Sires, COBA Select Sires, Select Sires Mid-America, and Minnesota Select Sires. The new cooperative's name is Select Sires Member Cooperative, SS. MC will have its headquarters in Columbus, Ohio, and begin serving its members on October 1st. All right, and also don't forget the 172nd Wisconsin State Fair in West Dallas, Governor's Blue Ribbon Auction tonight. Clark County Fair in Nielsville starts tomorrow, runs through the weekend. Pierce County and Ellsworth, Russ County and Ladysmith will start on Thursday and run through the weekend. And uh, again, We've got things going on, like uh, a lot of market information. What else, Anything else going on besides the fairs and uh, well, steam engine shows? We've got a spaghetti dinner fundraiser. Oh, ooh, that's a good one. That's tonight at the Whitehall High School. It starts serving at 5 o'clock, goes till 8 o'clock. 
and the proceeds go to the Whitehall Powerlifting. All right, so we'll get a good meal down there at Whitehall High School. What time does that start? Five o'clock. All right. Anything else? Well, we've got the Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers are having their summer meeting and field day, and that's tomorrow, and that's on at the research station in Black River Falls. And there's a lunch included, so make sure you have made your reservations for that. I'm sure they're going to go over all the trials and tribulations of the cranberry season. All right, see what uh, kind of how the weather affects the cranberry growers. All right, we've got uh, markets to get to it. Uh, let's get to it. Where do you want to go first? Well, let's head to Equity Sparta and hear from Hot Eman. Fed cattle selling steady today with the Highland Choice Beef Steers and Heifers 184 to 192. Choice and Select Beef Steers and Heifers 168 to 183. The Beef and Dairy Cross Steers 163 to 182. The Highland Choice Holstein Steers 159 to 167, topping at 170 and a quarter. Choice and Select Holstein Steers 148 to 158 with the unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers 102 to 147. Cows steady. Quality beef slaughter cows $1.15 to $1.30. The Highland Slaughter cows a dollar five to a dollar twenty, topping at one twenty four and a half. The cutters and utilities eighty nine to one hundred four, with a low yielding in canter cows thirty three to eighty eight cents a pound. Organic market today with results from the August seventh sale with the high yielding organic cows <coughs> one forty five to one seventy, with a top of one seventy two. The thin and small organic cows one hundred nine to one forty four, with the organic steers and heifers bringing one sixty five to one eighty. Bull market steady, most bulls ringing a dollar five to dollar twenty, with the thin. Full of bulls over a ton discount at a dollar four and down. Calves sold by the pound today. With the quality Holstein bull calves bringing two dollars to three twenty-five. The quality Holstein heifer calves eighty to dollar eighty. The quality beef bulls four fifty to six dollars with a top of six fifty. The quality beef heifers four dollars to five fifty with the light and pork quality calves ten cents to a dollar per pound. Just a reminder: our next sale will be Wednesday. August 9th, starting at 10 a.m. with fed cattle, followed by bulls, cows, and calves. This is Hut Eamon at Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it is time to get more markets. We head over to the busy, busy man, Jerry Fitzgerald, over at the uh, Stratford Equity Barn. Morning, Jerry. Well, Bob, and a good morning to you, and uh, if we got a half a second, there's a lot of other stuff going on. Uh, I'm sure you guys will uh, put that on a little bit later, but uh, now next week we've got the Lincoln County Fair. Um, that runs, I think, from the 16th through the 20th. That's next week. Uh, of course, and the world's, world-famous Athens Fair is also next week from the 17th through the 20th. And, oh, you were talking about steam shows before, and... Uh, Edgar's team show over here is, uh, I believe, from the 25th to the 27th. So yeah, they used to go at Kurt Umna's farm. Yeah, it's still there. Well, yeah. the team, yep, the, uh, it's right on Highway End there, just out of Edgar. Yeah. So, uh, they used yeah, to send me a flyer to tell me about that, but the last couple of years they haven't, so we'll have to get, yeah, it uh, is, get uh, into that. And it's their, their 50th year this year. Yeah, I know. It's been around there a long time. So still lots of summer fun to uh, take part in, that's for sure. Well, let's find out what's going on. One day in, three more to go. How'd the first day go this week, Jer? Markets are doing good, and we'll tell the folks about it. Bob, thank you, and good morning, everyone. Summary from yesterday, Monday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start with the cow market. Uh, yesterday, most of the high-yielding, fleshy Holstein and beef cows in yesterday's auction are selling from 102 to 122. Uh, most of your cows, uh, 82 to 102. Thinner cows, like carcass cows, below 80. On the bull trade, better quality bulls are selling from 112 to 120. Lighter weight bulls, 107 and below. 
On the uh, calf market yesterday, again, big run of calves at equity here in Stratford. Good quality replacement holding bull calves weighing 9,230 pounds from 175 to 375, topping at 380. A better demand on these heifer calves. We're seeing that in the last couple of weeks. A better quality heifer calves uh, from 100 to 250, up to 280 yesterday on the heifer calves. These are Holsteins. And beef calves continue to be very, very strong. 300 to 600. Fancy beef calves yesterday from 600 up to a top of 660. And Tuesday today, we get started this morning at 10 o'clock. Hay and bedding auction. Folks, we got a lot of hay. A uh, few folks are looking for hay. we got a lot of round bales, uh, four-by-five round bales. We've got uh, larger round bales of mixed hay. We've got large squares. So if you're looking for whatever kind of hay you're looking for, we got it today, and that'll be at 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock will be the market auction today. And, of course, we sell organic market cattle every Tuesday, and that will be, of course, today Tuesday. And that will include organic cows, organic bulls, steers, whatever you got that's organic, followed by the conventional market auction. Tomorrow auction does start around 10 o'clock, full marketing day on Wednesday, of course. Feeder cattle auction tomorrow, part of that feeder auction, we do have some uh, red beef cows, black Angus cows, and uh, also some black Angus, some good good quality black Angus feeder cattle. So that'll be for tomorrow at 12.30. And as per usual, folks, uh, if you got cattle to consign, let us know. 687-4101 is our number here. And... Uh, a lot of stuff on our website, some, a lot of cattle for private treaty sale on our website. Check that out, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. Bob, we'll turn it back to you. And, uh, uh, well, third crop is laying down, so that'll dry pretty good. But, uh, boy, I tell you, we do need rain. Yep, we need more moisture, that's for sure. And uh, not a big possibility this week, but we'll keep our fingers crossed. Have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. You guys also. Thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Federal Markets brought to you by Synergy Co-op in Ridgeland. Uh, rain makes grain and lower prices. Uh, yesterday the markets were down. Overnight they were down. December corn down three cents overnight. 492 a bushel. Oats down seven at 419. December wheat down 11 at 669. November soybeans down 13 cents. Below $13 now at 12.89 a bushel. December meal down a dollar a ton at $390.60 at the country elevators. Northside Elevator, loyal location, corn's at 504 with soybeans at 1259. In Arcadia, corn's at 519 with soybeans at 1289. In Wheat and Grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location, corn is at 494 with soybeans at 1240. On the DTM screen, corn at Arcadia today at 522 at Baldwin, 449 and 1249. Grand Mondovi and Elmwood all have the corn at 454, the beans 1249. Fall Creek corn is 444, the beans 1239. And at Osseo, corn is 474, beans 1249. Elk Mound 491 in the corn, 1244 in the beans. Sparta 485 in the corn, 1315 on soybeans today. Ellsworth corn 434, the beans 1239. Ethanol plants, corn at Boyceville, 504, Stanley, 509, New Richmond facility, 494. Barrel cheese up two and a half, a dollar eighty, blocks unchanged, 196 and a half, butter up three at 265. August class three up 16 at 1736, September up 46 at 1794, October up 43 at 1823, November up 40 at 1851, December up 24 at 1834. Once again, beautiful day. 84, partly cloudy, should be nice, 56 right now.
You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi. And the Chelsea family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com. Do you love maple syrup? Ever thought of making your own? Blaine's Farm and Fleet makes it easy with just a few key items. Stop in today for some friendly advice and all the supplies you need to tap and gather your sap.